Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you on this Saturday morning as we continue to talk about people and places and things in Jessamine County some uh, years back and some current. We're going to go years back on today's program and we're going to talk about a gentleman who was in our education system here in our county. In fact, he went on to be superintendent for many years. His name was Hugh Adams, but most people knew him as Buddy. And with me today on the phone is his wife, Mary Helen, and she's going to talk about Buddy and, and their family and his contribution to our education system. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. So glad to have you along and uh, be able to talk about Buddy and what he meant to a lot of people who listen to our program. I guess the best way to start is to talk about how he got started. And I'm not talking about education. I'm talking about in this world. Can you tell us where he was born, who his parents were, who his family was, and, and how things like that? He was born on December the 10th, 1924. And his father was Hugh C. Adams, a senior, mm-hmm. and his mother was Alice Jane Adams, who was a registered nurse. And and where did they live? Where was he born? Hopkins, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Hopkinsville. Now, did he have a big family of brothers and sisters? He had one sister, Margaret. Uh, we called her Peggy, and uh, she uh, was two years older than Buddy. Now, take us on up. His life there. He was born in Hopkinsville. Where Where did he go to co- to high school and college? He went to high school in Hopkinsville. Yeah. His way from Hopkinsville High, and then he he went one year to Eastern Kentucky University, and then he went into the service. Okay, so he served in the military, and where was that? Yes. Uh, he served mostly in Maine and Bangor, Maine, and. Potsdam, New York, and I didn't know him then, but uh, he's told me all these things. Right. And then uh, after the war was over, uh, he was sent to Hawaii. Oh, well, that's that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you didn't know him then, right? <laughs> no, I didn't know him. I I <laughs> Where did you go to college? At Transylvania. And was that prior to you? Oh, I met him at Transylvania. I was already there at Transylvania. Okay, so that's how you two got together. And was that, it one? Was it one of those love at first sight kind of deals? Or? No, no, it really was uh, a little uh, a delayed reaction. <laughs> <laughs> On his part or yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we we met in uh, January '46. Yeah. When he came to Transy, and I went in '45. Now, what were you studying there? I was studying physics and music. Physics. Wow, I didn't know that. Now, a lot of people may or may not know. Mary Helen, of course, I, one of the uh, premier organists in our county, played at the church for years and for the funeral home for years. And yes, But that was your minor. How, what about physics? No, how, that, that was, truthfully, that was my major. Oh, that was your major. Okay. Well, what, how did physics come about? Where, where in the world? Well, I, I had to have a minor. Yeah, so you just I picked had, that one. I, I had t- two... We were on quarters. I had two quarters of physics, and yeah. so I just said, I'll just go on and add some more. So I had five five quarters of 
science and physics. Yeah. Well, before we go on with Buddy, since you all have now met, let's let's talk a little bit about where you. Now, you were from uh, Mercer County, is that right? True. I'm from Bergen. Bergen, a little town and still there in Mercer County. Right. And uh, I'm trying to test my memory here. Van Arsdell? Van Arsdell. That's right. right. And you've got a sister that still lives here in our county. Yes, Ruthann Wells. Married to Jimmy Wells, who we've had on our program before. So you're at Transylvania, and and all of a sudden you look up, or he looks up, and eyes meet, and eventually you get together and decide this is the one. That's right. Now, were you married after school? No, we were married in 47. While you were in college? Yes, and then uh, we didn't graduate until 48. Okay. Uh, he was in, after, after 48, he was in his master's program at the University of Kentucky. So when... He still worked at Tracy. When he went to Transylvania, did he go wanting to be an educator? Oh, I, yes, I think so. He took all education courses. Yeah. And uh, he, he was he was always interested in, in school and in young people and... Uh, that was just his way. He wanted to help children. Yeah. So he gets out of school. You get out of school. You're already married. And you, I guess, looking at each other going, now what? <laughs> he accepted a position as football coach. And he taught eighth grade history at uh, Harrisburg High School. Back, we moved to Harrisburg. Back in your hometown, or well, close to it, Bergen. Close to it, uh-huh. So that was pretty nice that you got to go home pretty much. That's right. And I started a private piano lessons class yeah. there in uh, Harrisburg and Bergen. And it was just, we just managed to get along. Well, you know, um, of course, Harrisburg and Jessamine County were right next door to each other. So That's right. did he go anywhere between the two? Yes, he coached for uh, four years at Bergen, uh, for two years at Bergen. Mm-hmm. And uh, then after Bergen, he uh, uh, he went out of education and was in the plumbing and heating business. Really? That's right. Did not know that. What what and led him down that path? That was in uh, from 50, uh, 54, 52. Mm-hmm. From 52 until 58 when we went to Jasper County. So you came here in 58. Did he, did he decide that, that plumbing is not really what I want? That's I, I, right. And he got back in education. Did he get back in here in this county? Yes, he did with Superintendent Roberts. Roland Roberts. Hired yeah. Hired him as uh, pupil personnel. Okay, so he he kind of had the same. Was that the job that eventually Anna Roberts had? That's right. Okay, That's so right. back then they kind of called him a truant officer, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess I guess so. Yeah. So he decided to get back in education. Roland Roberts hired him, and let's see. And use my memory here, Roland Roberts. Uh, that was prior to C. R. Hager, I think. Yes. And he worked as personal pupil personnel. Now, take us down the road of how he got from there to the superintendent of Jessamine County Schools. Well, the, the very next year, he was only one year as pupil personnel. Mm-hmm. And then he 
uh, was hired as principal at Jessamine County uh, School, which was uh, Billy Lockridge has already gotten gone to the high school as principal, and he was at the elementary principal. Okay, so so people in our community, because we have listeners who, who uh, aren't originally from here, so we kind of have to give some background. Prior to about 1960, which is what you're talking about, okay. there, was, there was basically three high schools in our community. One was in Nicholasville, one was in Wilmore, and then you had Rosenwald Dunbar in the section uh, of town with the African Americans. And then you had Nicholasville Elementary, and I guess you had Wilmore, and that, and then you had all the one-room schools sitting around all over the county. Is that right? Yeah, they were, they were still there. Yeah, but he became principal of Nicholasville Elementary, Elementary if you will, which I'm assuming at that time probably was grades one through eight. Right. Because the Nicholasville High School, who would be Billy Lockridge, would have been nine through twelve. That's right. Okay, so he was principal at Nicholasville Elementary. Now, before you go on with his education, I want to finish up a little bit more with the family. At some point in time, uh, while he was football or plumbing or something, you all decided it's time for a family. Tell us about your kids and uh, when they were born, where they are now. Well, we had, Jerry was born in 1949 while we were at Harrisburg High School. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl wasn't born until 1954, yeah. which we just hadn't left yet for Jasper for County. And then uh, Mary Beth or Mary Elizabeth was born in 1961. So they were kind of separated. Yeah. Let's brag a little bit about them. Tell us what they've been doing all their lives. And, tell, and I know you got grandkids to talk about. Yeah. Well, yes, I have uh, Tootie, as we call her, mm-hmm. has three. And uh, Cheryl Jan don't have any, and Jerry and Susie do not have any. But uh, Cheryl taught at the... Uh, Oh, she started out at Boyle County, and then she came to Chesapeake County the year her father retired. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Jerry has been in uh, different uh, occupations, and right now Jerry is, well, he's quite taken with his malady, which is COPD. Oh, okay. He's, he's on oxygen right now, but yeah, that's where I'm staying. Oh, yeah? Uh, Suzanne and Jerry got me over here to stay with them and sold my house. Yeah, right. And everything. So that's, uh, I'm enjoying this very much. Good. So you've got the three kids, you've got the three grandkids. Now, Mm -hmm. we've established the family life. Buddy is principal at Nicholasville Elementary. How long did that last? To Betsy. I don't think he was hired. He wasn't hired as superintendent until. 67, 68, 67 or 68. Now, did he go straight from principal to superintendent? Yes, he did. Okay, and he would have been superintendent. Well, there was one one year that he was not in the adjustment system. He was uh, with a book encyclopedias. Okay. And then he, he was hired the next year, which was 68, I guess it was. Now, did he take over for C.R. Hager? No. Not that I don't think so. I don't know who was 
superintendent after Mr. Roberts died. And, you know, I'm thinking, I know C.R. was in there. We had David, his son, on one time, and he was talking about C.R. Hager was our superintendent when all the integration took place. Well, uh, Harold uh, Horn, Mr. Horn was superintendent. Okay. One year there, and uh, I don't really know who was yeah. But anyway, he was principal for 11 years, 12, 9 years, 10 years, and then he became superintendent, and he was that for 16 years. Now, he was superintendent uh, still during some pretty somewhat tough times, if you will, at the end of the 60s. Of course, segregation had already taken place. We had Jessamyn County High open at that time. Uh, I guess by that time, uh, some of the one-room schools but pretty much closed down. But as everybody knows, in the, in the late 60s, it was turbulent times across this country, uh, not just here, but everywhere with, right. with a, in a lot of ways. And so when he went into that, did, did he meet much problems, much controversy at that point in time when he took that job over? Uh, no, there, there really wasn't. Uh, that, well, if he had him at school, he didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, And I had so many students. I was teaching privately, and I had so many students that uh, they all seemed very happy. I did not have any uh, African-American students, Mm -hmm. but I taught for one year over at uh, that school, over at Coolidge. Yeah, yeah. I I just taught one day a week and uh, had the best time of my life. We sang everything under the sun. Wow. And just had had a real good time. So he was. You said he started superintendent sixty eight. Is that what you said? Uh, yes, I'm positive. Okay. And how many years? And I, of course, I, I graduated in eighty. I know he was superintendent then because uh, he signed 80, my diploma. Eighty three. So through eighty three. Do you ever remember what was his favorite favorite things about being a superintendent? Uh, he loved all the principals. Mm-hmm. You know, he liked to be around the principals, and and uh, he was just. Happy to have camaraderie and <laughs> with, with all the the people. Of yeah. County. He was superintendent during, I guess, our really first big growth spurt. And so, yeah, you had all these new schools. I mean, you had Warner come in. They built the junior high. Of course, I guess junior, Jessamine County High was already established. He was, was he there when Rosenwald Dunbar? I'm talking about the elementary came in, maybe. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, I guess they were still there. No, but maybe they had uh, matriculated with the regular schools. But he was... um, he went when we were on double sessions. Yes. Oh, that was terrible. He would go to school at six o'clock in the morning, and Cheryl was in. Jerry was was in senior high, and Cheryl was in junior high, and Tootie was in the elementary. Wow. Well, they, they different <laughs> different times. Well, yeah. He would leave at six o'clock and. And Jerry would leave it, and Tootie would leave at 8 o'clock, and Cheryl wouldn't leave until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You had a hard job, Mary Helen. No, I was absolutely right. And it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it 
it was a, a rat race, and that lasted for a whole year. But you know, they had to do it. I mean, there was no choice. We had so many, so many students, and we had that that growth, as we said, that first growth spurt that just this town blossomed, yeah. and and there was no choice. I mean, you had to do that, yeah. and I best I remember because I remember being involved in that i was one of those county kids so i got up early and went to school and got out early but i remember they they had they had students stuck everywhere yeah i mean there were buildings all over the place yeah it was just like uh, tootie went to kindergarten at the baptist church yeah because they didn't have it they didn't have the, the, the big white building over behind there I forgot what it was called. Well, anyway, instead of having fourth grade over there, uh, I, I mean, instead of having kindergarten, they had fourth graders over there mm. and two sessions of them. So it was it was hectic. So the board, along with with Buddy, had a a major job trying to figure out not only the logistics of double session, but how to get us out of this. And also, I'm, I hope I'm not stepping on any toes, but it was so terribly hard for them to get a raise in uh, the school tax, you know. They yeah, did not yes. get it raised up. But he, went, he just suffered in agony trying to get that through, and it never did. While he was there, it didn't, never did he go. didn't get to build the middle school. Yeah. They built that, and that was it. Yeah, and when they built that one side, I call it the Beehive School, and I went there. Uh, the yep. first day it was ever open, I was in fourth grade at Warner on the right side of the building, while those people in junior high were on the left side of the building. Right. And it mirrored, the layout mirrored, but what was weird about it is when you left, I never will forget, when you left sixth grade to go to seventh, even though the other side was mirrored, it was like starting over. And, and, and I guess between that... <laughs> Between that and the fear of Leonard Cavell, which, by the way, turned out to be one of the best teachers I ever had, right. going into junior high was scary for us guys. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine it, it was. I didn't go out there very much, but I would get lost every time. <laughs> yeah, and of course now that building is the home of the Jessamine Early Learning Village, and That's right. and it's very uh, a very nice nice uh, renovation. In fact, yeah. to make it easier, uh, someone came up with the idea, and and probably should have years ago, to paint colored walls and lines so that you'll know where you are and, and not get lost. Some of the doctor's offices now, they have these lines <laughs> on the floors to yeah. which doctor you go to. Do you think then, and we were talking about some of the best things he liked about Superintendent, do you think then that that the growth and, and the agony of trying to pay for it, that, was that the, the part he liked the least? I would say yes. Yeah. Yes, but he loved, he loved uh, when he was superintendent, he just loved all the schools mm-hmm. and the super and the principals. He just, uh, I know, uh, we found a picture that they used at his burial at the, you know, where they make that thing. They have pictures. Yes, yes. He is standing there with the four principals on their knees, <laughs> looking up to him, and he's just laughing up. 
Mm-hmm. He, he loved them. He really did. Well, you know, Buddy, Buddy was a people person. He and and right. I, I had the pleasure and the honor of knowing him and being around him. And and that's what it takes for a good educator. You have to have that personality to be able to right. to get along with people. While on the other hand, be able to have a good stiff upper lip when you need to, yeah. because it's not an easy job. It's it's one of those jobs, the school board in general, that I don't know that I would ever ever want to tackle because when you when you start dealing with people's prized possession their children it's sticky that's right that's right there was one lady back when he was prince when he was um principal and she said that every time she went up to the school he either had a mop in his hand or a handkerchief wiping one of the children's noses (laughs) (laughs) He, he really he he cared for the for the children and the, his building. He was proud of it. He was proud of the building, but it was very good. When did we lose Buddy? He died in 2007. I'll be 10 years this, this January. In your opinion of his wife, and, and you, of course, were the closest person to him in his life, how do you think if Buddy would want people to remember him in one or two words, what would you think he would say? A great educator. Yeah. I know that's on his that's on his tombstone, I think. He said, uh, great educator, loving father, and pop pop. That was what the grandchildren called him. Sounds to me like he was very pleased with how his life went? Oh, I think he was. He he was, of course, he, he had the bypass surgery in 2006. Yeah. And then it went on into January, and then he had a stroke. And um, we lost him. Yeah. He was, he was at peace with the Lord, and he was a very uh, religious person. Mm-hmm. And very active in the church, and he tried singing in the choir for a while, but he said he said that was a, a disaster. <laughs> so was that the one student you couldn't teach, Mary Helen? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> well, if you look at the whole picture from his education, his career, uh, his church work, yeah, I know he loved to golf. I guess he probably went. To his reward, a blessed man, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yes, he did. And a lot of people aren't that lucky to be able to look back at their life and say, you know, there may have been a few things I'd do different, but all in all, it went like I wanted it to. Yeah. He was a good fella, and he meant a lot to our education system here in uh, Jessman County, and, and and I know you know that. Buddy was given lots of accolades during his career and and uh, remembered by a bunch of people, and there's a lot of people in this county that still remember him very fondly. I know. I know. It's just uh, hard for me to just realize that it's, that it's unfair of oh, people, good people and everything to die and then leave the ones of us behind after... <laughs> yeah, but you can be proud that they left the oh, legacy they did. 
I am. Yeah. Very, very proud. Yeah. Well, you know, our time is drawn to an end. I appreciate you taking time to talk to us a little bit about Buddy. I know we could talk for a long time about it, but he was certainly a, a very nice fellow. I always appreciated seeing him, as I do you. But I know he uh, he was... Uh, made great contributions to our education system and, and even getting us where we are today. You know, you have to look back at people like him and, and Hattie Warner and Roland Roberts and C.R. Hager and all those people that, that laid foundations all along the way. And our current superintendents are, are doing that too, laying foundations for the future. And you just have to appreciate the work they did. I think so. I appreciate you having this dub for for everybody to, to hear that wants to. Yeah. You take care of yourself, Mary Helen. Thank you very much. Okay. My thanks to Mary Helen Adams for coming in this morning and talking about her husband, Buddy, and what he meant to our education system here in Jessamine County. We appreciate you coming in every Saturday morning also. We'll do it again next week right here on your Jessamine County radio station, Jess FM 105.9.